Hello, and welcome back. We're starting the show today with a janitized pizza. And then Mark wants to follow up on uh, customer service issues and what's been going on with him and his customer service problems. We're also going to be talking about a musician that has come up in a previous show. And then, of course, we're going into Paranormal Corner. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. I got taken aback a little bit there. Uh, uh, the, the, the pizza things, I, I'm excited. Oh, you know, that's what it is. Good. I can't even speak He's right excited. now. Ladies, this is it, what it's like, <laughs> just so you know. That's right. doesn't take much. Oh, my gosh. It smells so good. So let me explain. Okay. While you take a look and go ahead and get on in there and take a bite if you okay. want. A, a friend of mine, Catherine, shared an Instagram uh, post, a video, that somebody had made a pizza witch. And, yeah, so he had taken pizza. And he put it with his, he did with like, you know, some turkey and, um, and I don't even remember what all he put on his. And I thought, what if it was a BLTza? <laughs> so it's actually, I'm there's, pizza. there's also some avocado in there, but the gist of it is, is it's a cheese pizza. You've got, uh, in this instance, yeah, it's BLT stuff, avocado, tomato, uh, a little bit of green onion. I took mayonnaise and mixed it with pesto so that it made it a little extra italian but also you know you want it to be you want it to you want to have something still like you would with bread that like you know makes it a little wetter so i got it i got it uh so i'm not claiming that it would be anything but messy but it should be a bunch of great flavors if it was too warm i think it wouldn't hold together very well really yeah i think so Okay, so I've taken two bites already. Okay, I'm going to try a bite while you're talking. Okay. It is good stuff. I would like it to be warm. I was expecting, because I could smell it when she was bringing it in mm. and heating it up or whatever, I was expecting it to be a hot sandwich. It's kind of like a warmish sandwich. I, I think it would be better hot with the pizza being hot. Um, it is a... It, no, it is a mess. It is messy. Mm -hmm. Stuff is falling out everywhere. Mm -hmm, this is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm. Not not great for the computer setup I have in front of me, but I don't mind messy food when I have a plate for it to drop onto. But it tastes really good, and I like the concept. I do too. Um, by the way, there's Tabasco on yours, so a little bit of heat. <laughs> for me, I gotta say the basil may mayo makes it. But it would you could put it on a shoe for me too. <laughs> I don't know how many people have tried that, but seriously, mix some some pesto. In your mayo and put that on your sandwiches on whatever. Um, yeah, I, I would like this was a little warmer as I was prepping it. But unfortunately, when you're trying to get two at the same time, it's yeah, it starts to cool off pretty quickly. And we keep it pretty cool here in the studio. So true. True that. Plus, I had a ceiling fan going on in there because um, this is just a Red Baron pizza because it, it would be too, order, too early to order a pizza. Right. Anyway, so. It had to be done early enough that I wasn't right. So this is a frozen my... pizza that you yes cooked and then. Uh... And by the way, you may know this, but I didn't. Frozen pizzas have gotten quite expensive, like everything else. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? I find them to still be very economical, though. I mean, look, I'm I'm the first person to point out how expensive everything has got because it's it's mm -hmm. affecting my life directly every single day. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say, so I I get the. Uh, Either, although recently, and you know, we had a little get together at my house, that frozen pizza was pretty plain, mm -hmm. but it, that was the Costco stuff. So I bought that in bulk. But otherwise, I like to get the DiGiorno at yep. Walmart is still about six bucks for a large pizza. Really? Now, it goes up to $8 if you get the cheese stuffed or something like that. So it's all pretty reasonable. So that's why when you said that, I'm like, I wonder that's if not been my experience. Right because. This was foreign change for just a simple Red Baron, right? Thin crust. Everything else was eight and higher. But see, you don't shop at Walmart, right? This is where I got it. You got this at Walmart. Yep, yep. I thought you didn't shop Walmart. Well, it has to be the right <laughs> time of day, <laughs> so I can avoid. Because you go to some of the higher end grocery stores. I as do well. that too. Yeah. You know, and that's why. But but yeah. Well, I'm surprised. But still, five bucks for a. For a pizza is pretty good. You think that's expensive? 
No, this wasn't a bad price. It was just everything else. Oh, all the other stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. I was considering doing this with an av- avocado crust, with a cauliflower crust, which I've right. had before, and I think it's great. But well, yeah, that's a specialty item. Those are going to be more. But I, I always have in my refrigerator, my, my refrigerator, in my freezer, a pizza ready, mm-hmm. just for impromptu stuff mm-hmm. in case someone comes over. You know what? I can throw a pizza in. You know, yep. twenty twenty five minutes. We have a pizza, uh, and I like pizza, and I like DiGiorno, their rising crust. In fact, DiGiorno. You need to contact us and be a sponsor of this show. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, not all frozen pizzas are created uh, alike. That rising, the rising crust DiGiorno stuff is great, and I'm just a big fan of their pizzas. I buy them all the time, except for the occasional time I'll get a Costco four pack. I'm just, I'm just gonna keep eating. So you go ahead and um, <laughs> take care of the rest of the show. Okay, I was gonna keep eating. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Oh. Mm. So this is good. It is it is messy. Yep. One of the reasons I wear Hawaiian shirts is because when you spill food on it, no one can tell. But what? Yeah. This, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite messy, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Well, I'll, so, and it's interesting to make a sandwich out because I make sandwich out of pizza too. I mean, just I've two slices of pizza and folding them together. Oh sure. You know mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. a good sandwich. But this is really good. It's fresh. At first, when I saw it, I think you have, uh, is that some lettuce in there? Mm-hmm. First, when I saw lettuce, I thought, lettuce on a pizza? What is she doing? It's not bad at all. It's good stuff. Beal pizza. Especially. <laughs> I got to ding the teats part of the pizza every time. <laughs> Look at that Beal pizza. I we will say, as much as you and I both love bacon, there's so much going on with the basil, the the pesto mayo right and you know whatever sauce they use for this pizza anyway plus i added some green onions it doesn't stand out i don't know how i feel about that because it still tastes good right but i don't know that you would immediately right. the bacon go gets a oh little, there's bacon right the bacon gets a little lost yeah it does. the texture of the bacon is there but the flavor yep. not necessarily because there's so much else going on yep i like it I like it. So it's real simple, folks. Just take your BLT ingredients and put them between two slices of cheese pizza. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's and good I'm just going to keep eating you. You go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next thing. Uh, uh, I, actually, you know what? We have a, we have a, you, we did, you didn't mention this in the opening, but in the show prep, you mentioned we do have a, someone who called in based on our uh, show last week, right? It's <laughs> I'm saying this is Janet's got a mouthful of food. Yes. <laughs> so as uh, our regular listeners know, we talked recently about a pendulum that we're going to be work- using, trying to figure out whether or not one or both of us has the mojo to make this work. Right. If it can be done. I don't whether know. Whether it's a psychic energy or just mm-hmm. a uh, energy energy thing or something like that. Right. We had talked about that on our uh, previous show. So we have a, a listener and a friend that called in because there were several things that she was talking about on that particular episode, but I thought it um, really interesting and wanted to share with the rest of you um, because she has a pendulum already. Okay, so you said this is a listener and a friend. Do we have a lot of listeners that aren't friends? We do. Okay. Yep, <laughs> we do. Keep but, those negative happen, comments coming but in. But I happen to know who this one is. <laughs> so here we go. All right. Anna, Mark, <laughs> I forgot my last message. Um, the uh, pendulum. So I have a pendulum, and it came from a friend of mine, and it is stone. And um, it, it, it's it's always confused. It's really confused. So I didn't know it needed to be cleaned. And so I asked it today, do you need to be cleaned? And it said yes. And I go, do I like wash you with soap and water? And it said, yes. And I go, and then put you in the sun? And it said, yes. So I did that. So it's still out in the sun. It got washed with Dawn, you know, gently with my hands. But (laughs) (laughs) thank you. I'll let you know if its performance is any better because it's always confused. (laughs) Uh, We can never agree on yes and no and maybe. So, um yeah, I'm new at the pendulum stuff my, myself. But anyway, th- 
thank you for the tip. My pendulum is washed and it's uh, <laughs> it's cleansing in the sun as we speak. So, oh my gosh, I gotta say, look, I appreciate callers <laughs> calling in with their experiences, but that thing was so dingable the whole time. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I wash my pendulum, but I don't take it out into the sun. <laughs> Yes, agreed, agreed. That with Dawn Soap, gently. <laughs> and so if you don't have a pendulum yet, and if you didn't make note of that, yes, apparently, especially uh, if you're using something that you use often, <laughs> clean it. <laughs> this whole segment you just, you should just have a constant tone instead we of a should, ding. We should. Now, see, what's interesting to me about that is that I did not know that pendulums need to be cleaned, but... If it is to believe that it is some kind of source of energy and all that, I could certainly see where putting it out in the sun would re-energize the energy or something like that. Are you... <laughs> is that yeah. a soft ding yeah, you're trying to do over ding, there? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, yes. And if there is energy, so for example, again, the one that I made is from some jewelry that came from a, uh, a thrift store. Right. Or yard sale or wherever it came from. And so certainly I'm not the only one that's been touching it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, you want to you wanna <laughs> clean all that other stuff off. From everyone else that's been touching that's it. That's been touching it, <laughs> yes. All right, moving so on. So let, let's just, let's just uh, wrap this segment <laughs> okay. up by saying that if you have a pendulum and everyone else has been touching it, be sure to clean it off <laughs> yes. in order to re-energize Gen- it. Gently. Gently, with Dawn. <laughs> So that you can uh, use it once again. Yes. (laughs) What you got? Well, okay, I want to follow up. Speaking of following up, on a couple of things. Uh, First of all, uh, we've we've had in the last uh, uh, few weeks, the regular listeners, and this is why we tell you, you have to listen to every show so that you can... Stay on top of what's going on. You have to. (laughs) It's mandatory. So... And, and I shared some of this stuff with you, but some I did not. So actually, let me, let, I'll start with the stuff that I did share with you. So I had gone to a, a uh, couple weeks ago, I had gone to a meeting with our city. They had uh, community events because they're raising our water, electricity, and trash rates. And I have an air conditioning unit that I pulled out of a wall, a wall air conditioning unit that I did for one of my clients that I needed to get rid of. And uh, I'm glad that you clarified that it was for one of the clients that you just didn't go and pull it out of somebody's wall. That's right. I just said, oh, look at that thing. Let me see if I can pull that out of that wall. <laughs> uh, and I needed to get rid of it. And, you know, we, we're here in California, uh, recyclable stuff and and everything's very, very regulated on what you can put in the trash and stuff like that. Anyway, what I had done for those that recall, and I think this was just two shows ago, uh I had actually, at this city meeting, talked to the trash people at the city and said, hey, can I take this air conditioning and leave it at the curb? Because we have a curbside bulk pickup twice a year that we're allowed to use. And the head guy of the trash said, well, I'm 95% sure you can, but go ask those people over at that booth. And there was three people over at the booth. One of them got on the phone. They still couldn't answer. Passing the buck, okay. So I gave my email, and of course the email they sent, the first email that I got the next day, because they said, oh, we'll contact you tomorrow. We'll get you. The first contact was, hey, thanks for coming to our community event. Let us know if there's anything we can do. Even though right. I wrote my email right. and I mm-hmm. wrote the reference in the AC unit. Mm-hmm. So that went back when I said, no, I was at the meeting and this and that. And then the email came back. Oh, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I wonder if this person really was on vacation. And then when they came just... back, and then when they came back, it was, it was just a couple of day vacation. You know, it was the automated system. Mm-hmm. And then when they came back, they said, well, you know, you can always uh, – uh, drop it off at one of the community events that we have, a bulk drop-off, which we had discussed. And I said, mm-hmm. no, 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 I'm not going to go stand in line and all that. And right. Anyways, this went back and forth. Well, <laughs> once again, and I, and I shared these emails with Jana, but once again, it was, and I don't remember which one it left off, but uh, let me just go through a couple of them. The guy said uh, on one of them, because on the last one, I said, as it's discussed at the event, I don't have time to wait in line. You know, my question is, can I leave it curbside? And this guy says, oh, apologies. I'm not the person who spoke with you. Appreciate the clarification. Just following up on the voicemail I left you, 
which I forget what the voicemail was. It was innocuous. It was just like, oh, you can take it to the, oh, I think the voicemail was you can take it to the the bulk event, mm -hmm. go drop it off somewhere uh, in line with everyone else for half a day. He said, you can certainly schedule a bulky pickup by calling this, and I would recommend the residential air conditioning rebate program. I don't need the rebate program. I didn't do this. Right. I, it's, it's, it's the rebate you get if you're the one who purchased the air conditioner. I did not. And it had nothing to do with disposing of it, by mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me see. That was one guy. And then I got another. I sent I sent a thing back to him. He said, no, no, no. That's, that's not what I want. I want to get it picked up. This was ridiculous. This was over, what, seven to ten emails back and forth. And the one of the last ones, he said, if you decide to utilize one of your bulky item pickups, please ensure that it doesn't have any liquids in it, any Freon in it. And it's like, no, that was the whole thing that was the right. impetus of this on why I asked. And anyways, and then he said, hey, we have your address because, you know, he checked my email, I guess, against, you know, whatever they have on record because they know everything about us. Mm -hmm. He goes, I could schedule a pickup, but you have to find out if it has a Freon in it. And I'm thinking, well, of course it has Freon, it, you know. So I actually sent an email back to him and said, hey, I'm no technician, but uh, I'm pretty sure it has that in it. I just want to know. Oh, this is what I said. I said, I'm not an AC technician, but can presume this unit has some sort of liquid propellant in it. What is a uh, Riverside Public Utilities customer supposed to do to dispose of this? Am I supposed to learn how to drain it of a liquid that I would still need to properly store and dispose of? Or is the service I've been paying for for decades and wants to increase my fees have some sort of easy solution. So I'm getting a little snarky in this because it's ridiculous that it's gone on for 10 or 12 emails at this point. I hope it wasn't lost on this person. And I and I also, so I finalize it with, or even a solution, because, you know, I said have some sort of easy solution. Then I said, or even a solution, as this has not been easy so far. So then he says, uh, what are the, you know, so now, now, now Is I'm- Is this a, the original guy or still somebody different? I don't recall. Oh, okay. Uh, so now I am, and he's, and he's, uh, copying the email to another person, by the okay. way. And I didn't okay. know the names of any of these people. So I don't know yeah. if any of them were the original or whatever, but clearly they're documenting things to other people because now I'm a burr in their shoe. Keeping track of and, you, buddy. <laughs> so he sends one, he says, what are the dimensions of your AC unit? And I'm thinking, how big of a wall unit is there that you can't pick it up? I, I do, uh, AC repair and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's like. There's no wall unit that can't fit in a standard truck that would be coming by. Anyway, so I give him the dimensions. And then after that, he says, well, go ahead and put it at the curbside tonight. We'll have someone pick it up tomorrow. And they did. And I saw the little truck that they did. It has a little lift gate thing on it and stuff like that. I didn't watch them put it in. I didn't stand out there folding with my arms folded, tapping my toes. Sure you didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I did peek through the curtains when I heard a truck out front. And all, I was like. All night and all day. <laughs> so they came and picked it up. And I said, uh, so I sent an email to the guy. I said, hey, they came and picked it up this morning. Thanks. That was easy. And then I put a, a tongue out emoji on that one, you know. Uh, yes. And he says, no problem at all. Please let us know if there's anything we can do to help. <laughs> Instead of saying, I'm sorry, this was such a hassle. We should have had an answer for you the next right, day. We should. Right. No, nothing like that. So the bottom line is, uh, this was August 8th mm -hmm. when I first asked the question at that meeting in the oh evening. Gosh. And it was August 23rd when they picked it up. That's two weeks later. Yeah. To pick something up. And the thing is, is they still never really answered my question right. whether I could do it. I think it was like, oh, this guy's going to, uh, you know, we're trying to raise the rates and everything. You know what? Just get a special truck out there. Just get this taken care of so this doesn't go thing. any is, further. We, you know, in the future. It... Right. Do you, did you really have an answer? Yeah, I, no, I still don't have an answer. Hmm. What I think it was, was because I was being an irritant to them that mm -hmm. they said, oh, well, he's been an irritant. Let's just, just, just take care of the, the squeaky wheel right now. So that's the secret. So I, yeah. And again, this goes back to the customer service discussion is if you try to be reasonable and just try to get information and be nice, nothing gets done. You have to be an irritant. Now on this, I did not go all out and get all pissed off and start cussing at him and all that because it is on email and I didn't. You know, but I did get sarcastic on it because so you weren't it was, all the way pissed off. Yeah, no, I was not right. all the way pissed off. Okay, 
So finally it got taken care of. It would take two weeks. It was, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yes. All right. So, so that's done. Now I have another customer service thing. Now we talked a few weeks ago also on our show how I had cut the cable. Mm-hmm. I had cut my cable's TV service. I kept the, technically I kept the cable, the physical cable itself, because that's how internet is, uh, you know, sent to my home. So I kept the internet. I cut off my cable TV. And at that time, when I spoke with Brianna on the phone, this was the customer service person who was wonderful. And on that show, I said, what a, she was Mm -hmm. so wonderful and everything. Got everything handled. My bill, my total bill for internet only, mind you, here in Southern California from Spectrum Mm -hmm. was going to be $94.98 a month. Now that's pretty good because it was $165. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't have premium channels or anything like that. It's just how freaking expensive everything is here, including extra taxes, but it's mainly the cable company. Yeah. So that was on July 20th when I did that, because uh, I have this, this is my notes. Is on July 20th, I was on the phone in order to do that 52 minutes, 52 minutes in order to That's cancel my cable and you get passed around a lot try to or, get, or what? On that one, I don't have names. I know I got passed around at least once Okay. on that one. I did not write down all the names on that one. Okay. So, but I'm, you know, I'm good. You know, my bill's going to be about $95. That's, uh, you know, 70 bucks cheaper than mm-hmm. it was. And 70 bucks is 70 bucks. So yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. So then I get a bill the following month for my and, and by the way, my, my, my previous balance was zeroed out. I zeroed it out that day, you know, because I actually called on my billing cycle, the end of my billing cycle day mm-hmm. in order to make sure it, <laughs> that they didn't have to prorate anything or anything like that. And, uh, of course, the phone calls are recorded, uh, it, hopefully. Anyway, so the bill I got the following month was supposed to be $94.98. Mm-hmm. $170.07, which was even more WTF. than my previous bill. My previous bill was 165 So now it's gone up $5 instead of down $70. What the hell is going on? <laughs> wow. So I looked at that and I was mm-hmm. like, what? What is this? is nuts. It was, I won't. Yeah. So I waited a few days before I called them because it was like, you know what? I I need to calm the down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it was just like, you know, this is this is ridiculous. Right. So I did. So I called uh and this was uh, on the 24th of August. So this is a month later, a month and 4 days later. So I'm actually past my uh billing cycle date. I I I pay my bill after I've used their services. They always want you for cable, they always have you pay in advance. Mm-hmm. I don't pay in advance. I pay for the services I use, not the services I think I'm going to use. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I call, and I first talk to uh, Justine. So I have the names now. I'm writing down the names, uh, and I tell her the whole thing. You know, I said, "Look, I called. I was supposed to have a, my bill was supposed to be less. I haven't even." I said, you can look on the screen there. You can Right, there certainly should be notes. Right. And 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 she goes, Oh yeah, I do see a note that you did cancel your TV, but but no one put in an order for that. And I said, Well, you have a note there. I'm not I'm not paying this hundred and seventy dollar bill. All right. I said, you know what? If that I said, if that's the case, I'll cancel. Because I was so right. pissed off at right. him, right? So she goes, Well, hold on, let me I need to send you to retention. <sighs> so they send me to retention to a person named Silas. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, mind you, the previous phone call, I tried to get them down to as low as they possibly can, and $95 is all she could. Mm-hmm. Well, when I get to Silas at retention, he can get my bill down to $79.98, to $80, to $15 less than what the other one was. And he understands the situation and everything, but he can't do anything. He can All he can do... Because he's a retention specialist, mm-hmm. all he can do is get it down, the, get the price down in order to keep me as a customer. Right. And uh, so then they send me to, which is so weird because 
they can see it was supposed to be done and get it right. didn't get done, but they're still gonna they try up. to you know yeah retain right. you. Right. So then they so then they send me back to Billing. This is all on the same call. Mm-hmm. So Billing, I talked to Franny. Franny did not seem like she was interested in helping out very much. Okay. She seemed to be the bare minimum employee. Okay. I'm just gonna do it. But again, I had dealt to, with people like that. I've I had to with explain like the whole damn thing again, and I was just getting pissed off about it. And and I, she goes, "Well, I can, you know, if you can." Oh, I forget even how it went. I got so pissed off. <laughs> but I do know that I told him, "I go, look, I wouldn't have to do all this if you got." And I actually said the f word. If you guys wouldn't have effed up in the first place, because at this time I'm pissed off. Right. And uh, in fact, I am all the way pissed off <laughs> because I'm cussing because I realized, you know what? Nothing's getting done with being a nice guy. I got to start cussing. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, you guys effed up in the first place. And now you're trying to F me by, you know, doubling the price that you said it was going to be and this and that. and So I start acting like an idiot. Now everyone wants to help me. So then she says, well, OK, but uh all right, well, it says here that your billing's been changed. I go, yeah, that was Silas and retention that changed my billing. I said, but the current bill, I'm not. She goes, well, you're already uh, into the next billing cycle, so you're going to have to pay that too. I said, no, I am not paying the full price for the next billing cycle, especially for the whole cycle. I said, I'm only going to pay the three days of the 9498, right. you know, because I'm three days into the new billing cycle. She, she said, no, that's not how it works. You have to go, you have to pay for the whole month said, you guys, again, and I did raise my voice, you guys effed up. And, yeah. and I didn't say effed. I used the actual word. I said, you guys effed up, and now you're effing me for two months for something that I didn't ask for when you have a note right there in front of you on your screen. Because remember, this is the third person I've talked to that says that I am the guy that you know was supposed to cancel, and I didn't cancel, and now I've been on the phone for an hour with you, and you're telling me I have to pay for two months at a higher rate? That, this is ridiculous. So she can't handle me any further. So she has to send, even though she's billing, mm-hmm. so she has to send me to retention. <laughs> wow. So then I get wow. the retention person. I have to go through my story again and yell and cuss mm-hmm. and complain. And basically with that person whose name happened to be Justin, it's funny because first I started with Justine, then Silas, then Franny, now Justin. So mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Justin and Justine were the same person and mm. somewhere between there they decided to identify as someone else. I don't <laughs> know. <be. laughs> but uh, anyway, so after the, after the retention, he said, uh, you know what, just pay what you were expected to pay because that will show up and then we'll just – and I said, so what you're telling me is pay what I was going to pay, you know, based on my first call when I did it, you know, when I, when I got it down to $95. Mm-hmm. I said, so you're telling me I need to pay that and let the chips fall where they may and call back in five days or go online in five days and check to see if everything shook out okay. And basically he said yes. I mean, his 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 thing. Now, look, he was a nice guy. Yeah. And he, he felt my pain. But he said, you know, now everything's in motion because you've called and you know, all these departments have made adjustments. Mm-hmm. You have to let it settle down to see what the adjustments are. And I said, yeah, but why should I be the one to have to do this when you guys effed up in the first place? He goes, I, I understand. I have these issues, too. So I was on the phone for an hour and 17 minutes to try to get all this stuff done. And it's still not done. Because I have to wait a few days because they did say they're going to go back and listen to the tapes and listen to that phone call, which will be fine because, like I said, that's why wait, I wait, made wait. notes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Though. But they show the notes that this person was supposed to – it was supposed to right. be done. So but I they have to listen – on the notes, it did not say how what the price was going to be. Oh. So they have to listen Got to the it. phone okay. call to yeah. see what price was okay. quoted. Sorry. But the yeah. funny thing is, is the new phone call that I was making, I actually got a price $15 less than that. <laughs> oh, well, then what? Then go with that. Right. So we'll see. I, I actually paid the $95, you know, uh, bill uh, because I had used that. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. And I told him, I go, I, I, I said, you can check on your computer. I haven't turned my cable box on in three months because I did a two-month experiment to see if I could live without it. Not anything? No, I didn't turn it on. Hmm. No, I I watch everything I watch was on streaming. Streaming. Okay. So I didn't turn my cable box on for two months and then I didn't use it for the one month. As it turns out, I have cable. 
sort of. So this new billing that I have, the $79.98, the $80 a month, is in order to give me the discount that they can, I have to bundle my internet with cable. Yes. So I have some kind of basic cable, but it still didn't work with my box because my box, the clock went off on it. Because I did have it plugged in. I just, you know, it's integrated into my system. I didn't unplug it to return it or anything. Mm. Now, after all of that, here's the topper. During this, mind you, I canceled my cable on July 20th. My cable. A week later, I get a new cable box mailed to me, and I'm told I need to install it. (laughs) So when you cancel your TV, they send you a new box. Wow. And so I explained that to these people each stage along the way. And they said, well, you know, we're we're upgrading everyone's box in your area. So it just got sent out because no one put in the order to cancel your cable. Okay. But how do you think I felt when I cancel my cable and then I get this box with a new cable box? Not a new modem for the internet. Yeah. But a new cable box for the TV that I had already canceled. So there you go. <laughs> that is my experience with customer service with the city that I live in and the cable company that I deal with. So really good stuff. You know, it's so hard not to be a grumpy old man at 26 years old when stuff like this. Is it me? Is it me? Am I being a grumpy old man or is this just horrible customer service no this is pretty horrible and you know what i'm sorry but i'm a little relieved to know that it's not just the company you're dealing with or companies you're dealing with because yeah i have i have similar things and it is really really frustrating so i I understand i've spent a lot of time uh, i'm gonna say something that's going to sound pretty racist But I truly don't mean it in the way that it'll probably come across to some people who either are looking for a reason to be mad or I find that I do at least a little bit better when I'm speaking with somebody who has a has a full command of the English language because I can tell I can tell when someone's not understanding me because we're not able to communicate well back and forth. We just aren't. Right. And so you know, God bless wherever it is that's hiring people all over the world, but they have to really, really, really be able to not just understand what I'm saying, but be able to also communicate back to me, so that I it, that right. we both know we got we got it we we're, we're getting each other we're on the same right. <laughs> wavelength. I agree. I agree with you because I've had that. But you know what? These people that I've dealt with, yeah, we're all Americans. Yeah. Well, they they all spoke English well. And it just, it was, I, I did not feel like I was talking to someone in a foreign country or something like that. You know, Boomer, didn't understand I think that, way. That, that, the, that things are changing as far uh, as how hard people are expected It was to work. just, I, I. Do you think they, okay, so. You, I'm worked up recanting the story. Have you, you can tell the I'm difference, right? When pizza. somebody's working from home. Because I can tell when somebody's from working from home, the sound, the background sound is totally different. And I have to say. Not all the time, but a lot of the time I do, I can tell a difference between just how great a service I'm getting with somebody who is home. You might hear the dog barking in the background, a kid doing <laughs> stuff. The, just the whole sound is different. I They're not in a soundproofed that. room and it's got a different quality. I never, I never considered that at all. Yep. That's interesting. Now I'm going to listen even more intently next time I'm on hold for 10 minutes 15 minutes the whole times on this were ridiculous and maybe they're working from home although it's not an excuse because they're on some kind of system when they do that mm-hmm. when i was on hold sorry i have a mouthful of pizza cold pizza <laughs> really cold pizza <laughs> when i had when i was on hold there was no music or anything mm-hmm. i mean nothing and i thought i have to keep looking at my phone going okay am i disconnected right or am i not yeah yeah <laughs> Well, hopefully uh, what I'm going to present to you is going to help you just kind of take a chill pill. And I, I hope relaxation. so. Hopefully the pizza will. I'm going to be eating I pizza. Hope so. so, Mark, I told you recently that I watched a movie. And it was about the Beach Boys, more specifically about Brian Wilson. Right. It was of a, the Beach one Boys. of these uh, Hollywood biopics yes. about that. Right. So the movie's called Love and Mercy. Uh, I wasn't seeking it out. Never heard of it before. Uh, could be because I'm a fan of um, several John Cusack movies. Maybe that's why that came up. And, and I took a look and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll listen to that. I wasn't that interested. But 
It said that it addressed something about Brian Wilson's psychosis. Now, way back in the day, Merv Griffin or somebody had the Beach Boys on, and Brian Wilson wasn't right. Hmm. There, He was uh, robotic, and I don't even know if he was drugged out. I wasn't really sure. I just knew that this can't, this is not the front man, and what? Something wasn't right. Right. And it actually made me very sad. Um, musically, I mean, he was okay. But yeah, something Wait. wasn't right. Oh, you mean on the show, musically, he was okay. On the show, right. yeah. I thought you were making a generalization. I was like, what are you talking about? He was so a now genius. That's, it, now, it's interesting that you say that to me, because I grew up with the Beach Boys. Some of the time, it was house cleaning music on Saturdays, when we could get mom's musicals off the record player right. that had the penny on top to balance it, because it played better <laughs> when it was weighted. Right. Sometimes my sister would play her Beach Boys music. I think of it as fun and jingly jangly and surf music, although right. I do love Beach Boys music. It takes me back. All right. What I what made me decide to watch it was because it said it did address um, this psychosis and the issues. And it's like, right. I have never known. When I finished with that movie. So wait, before you read that description of it, you didn't know I that didn't Brian know. Wilson had mental issues? I did not know. Oh, well, okay. I mean, so it was evident with that interview, or sorry, not interview, with the uh, cl clip that I saw of them performing live, that something was wrong. Right. But you didn't, but you didn't, didn't know that he had I a long history of not mental issues and stuff. Okay. Did not know. Never, I, I, never did I've that know, dive. I've known that. I don't know how, but just accumulation of pop culture stuff. It's something that I certainly was familiar with. But go ahead. I walked away from it a... a, a huge newer fan uh than i was before or an appreciation of just how great of an artist he was or is he's still around right um and it's so i'm describing here i'm looking at imdb and it's just talking about brian wilson and he's the creative soul of the beach boys uh but he paid a, a heavy price for his talent yes there were some drugs and whatnot also involved but there was more uh going on with him but once I did the deep dive, and, and this is how this kind of ties in a little bit with something we've talked about the before, which is the Beatles. Right. Now, first of all, I became a bigger fan of the Beatles after watching their the documentary. Right. Um, get back. Oh my heck! The new one, the new, R right, the new, right, new one. The uh, uh, that what's his name did. This movie did the same, <laughs> but also paired with that the deep dive. I did not know that Paul McCartney was a huge fan and that the Beach Boys and the Beatles were going back and forth trying to outdo each other yeah. with their amazing instrumentals. Right. And so then when I'm, again, doing this deep dive and watching the movie, I, it had never occurred to me that there was a lot going on, not just great harmonies, but there was a lot going on in the background. So I thought, what if we isolate a little bit here? of a tune that I do really love called Good Vibrations. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of the isolated vocals. All right. And then we'll also go in and do a little bit of the isolated instrumental. All right. So Good. here we go. Cool. I like you this kind of stuff. Eat your pizza and relax. <laughs> I, I love the colorful clothes you wear. And the way the Keeping in mind, this is before we had auto-tune. But there is something here that's yeah. tweaked. So what are you thinking so far? I mean, that sounds, I mean, obviously this is the recorded version. Right. Um, okay. First of all, you know a little, so it's, it's modulated or something somehow. Right. That's they have, not they have, a, they have echo and stuff like that going on. Yeah. And there's, it's being processed through electronics, but back then it was through tube based electronics, not the circuit board based electronics that we have. So it certainly is giving a, uh, oh, you, oh, you cut it off just before the theremin was oh, coming absolutely. on. Here, we'll put the theremin back. <laughs> You're going to hear it on the instrumental. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. But yeah, uh, I can I can see that. I could hear that in the original. 
you know, the, the, ah, the echo stuff. Mm -hmm, But when mm -hmm. you isolate it like that, obviously it's even more enhanced. Yes. And that's only one of the audio, uh, the vocal tracks, because obviously it drops out a couple of times. Right. In favor of one or the other. But yeah, it's got a lot of, uh, if you think about it, 60s LSD trippy stuff in it. Did you ever compare Beach Boys with the Beatles? Um, I don't know. I I've think never. about it. I, I, I guess not. I guess I haven't. I knew there was a competition back and forth, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I knew that before the movie Get Back, but I knew, you know, just like with any any industry, everyone's trying to top each other. Yeah. And I don't know which came first, uh, Pet Sounds or Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, mm, as to which question. influenced Pet the Sounds other. Pet Sounds was a little later. I mean, a little later as compared to, you know, more of the surf music. Right. Wilson, by the way, was trying to get away from that. He wanted to challenge himself with just the jingly, jangly, you know, surf music. But right. people, well, certain people were like, no, this is what you're known for. Right. I, I just have to stress, I really enjoyed the movie. And I hope that more people will check that out. I don't know how much it was checked out before. But so let's let's do a little bit of a dive into the isolated instrumental. Okay. I like this isolated stuff like this, by the way, to take apart a song like this. So what all instruments can we hear here? Obviously the keyboard, the, the bass. I think that's a flute. At least a flute. That's a theremin there. Yeah, that's some good theremin playing. (laughs) I've tried to play one and I don't get it. See, to me, even without the lyrics, this This is is great great stuff. This is great. (laughs) So for those of you youngins that listen, younger than us, does this sound really dated to you? Are you like, yeah, I could could kind of do this. Okay, so that's like, what, an organ? Yeah. Synthesizer, synthesizer. Uh, there, so I'm trying to figure out if there's a full orchestra on this one because some. Uh, let's see, because so so some of the songs that they've done, they had like full-on orchestra, much like the Beatles, dogs barking. I mean, they had all kinds of things going on. Good stuff. I like it. Like I said, with it, even without the lyrics, this is just, this could have been any lyric. Well, I shouldn't say any lyrics. It can't be kill dead, kill puppies or anything like that. <laughs> Listen to this. They even had a uh, juice harp. Oh, you're right. Okay. Tambourine. See, there's, there is an orchestra there. A kazoo? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a crack up. Okay. Or they were so, squeezing a duck. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody who had a burrito for breakfast. <laughs> I can't believe out of the both of us, you're the one who came up with that. I know. So then why don't we just put the two together and play a little bit of the actual when you put the two together? Awesome. Okay. I, it's a this. great song. It's just uh, just a uh, fun song, I should say. Agreed. I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair The way the sunlight plays upon her hair Right. It's such a sexy mental image. Yeah. So, the isolated vocals definitely, they sound good without the instrumental, but they definitely make more sense when you get to hear it all together. Right, agreed. I mean, that's, this is just good. It is a fantastic song. Now it keeps building up, bigger and bigger, yep. and then we'll cut back to this. And again... 
the harmony. This is before somebody was like, you know, I think the fact that these guys were relatives, I believe it was three brothers, for sure a cousin. Sometimes people say that when you are, that relatives just have a, a, a sound that, that blends differently than anybody else. Interesting. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me excitations. I'm picking up good, good vibrations. Oh, I don't want to turn it off. I don't either. And I love how they're doing the bop bop in there. Yeah. Putting some bop because that was really big in the 50s was the, you know, bop. Creating some of your own rhythm. Right. The bop and the, uh, all that stuff. <laughs> Who put the bop in the bop, the bop, the bop. Who put, right? There's so, even a song about that. And it, even just it was the, a thing. With all that going on, who'd right. think you would need it? But, I mean, listen to this. I don't know where, but she sends me there. I'll just take it down a little bit. Oh, this too. This are is you, so great. Are you chilling? Have you gotten off the... Oh, uh, I haven't finished the pizza yet. Okay. Vibrations are happening with her. Harmonica. Didn't notice that before. So those of you that are Beatles fans, what do you think? Does yeah. this does this hold it's up? It's very Beatles-esque. Oh, it's, but, or is the Beatles very Beach Boys-esque? Boys yeah. Now it's going to get really crazy. <laughs> I love that. I love that, that echo off into the distance and then it all comes back. I can sit here and listen to Beatles stuff all or, I'm sorry, uh, well, Beatles too, but Beach Boy stuff all day rocking long. Out. Okay, we've got a cello. This is just, what, pop, surf music, perfection, whatever it yeah. is. I guess you can't call this surf music. No, because it really doesn't have the surf. Well, that's a little surf guitar there. It's and just theremin, so good. Of all things, a theremin in a pop rock song. I can see. I never, I did not know that there was a thing. In fact, we might go do another dive. Paul McCartney has actually a favorite song, and he thinks it's one of the best songs written, not just by the Beach Boys, but just one of the best songs out there. Of all time. So we might cover it at some point. And that leads us into Paranormal <laughs> Corner. <laughs> Jana, what did you say at the beginning of the show? Something about Red Giants or something like the that? The Kandahar Giant. I found this on a site that's called All That's Interesting. And they do have some interesting things that are supposedly, like, you know, real. Not just woo-woo. You decide. Wasn't I was going to say, isn't everything supposedly real? <laughs> more and more things that we thought before were just supposedly real are coming true. So that's I'm true. not going to question this. Yeah, that's true. So it's a supposed biblical cryptid, and it's also supposedly was killed by wait, U.S. Wait, wait, special wait, 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 wait. forces in As Afghanistan. I took a bite of you got to explain what a cryptid is. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Crypt, cryptid is like Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, you know, bizarre things that are it become part of more our... than it's a it's a description of a grouping of weirdness, right? <laughs> Rather than one weird. I think thing. our show is a cryptid. Ah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I just so want to make sure people was, understand what you were talking about. It was supposedly cryptid. killed by the special forces in Afghanistan. So says here in 2002, an elite tactical team was said to have killed the Kandahar giant, a 13 foot tall. Beast with flaming red hair. What? I'm still here. <laughs> Six fingers on each hand and two sets of teeth. No. Wait a minute. Let me see your hands. What's that scar? Looks like an <laughs> you extra know what finger was from. taken from. Wait, which one? <laughs> uh, in, in 2016, a YouTuber posted a lengthy interview with a military contractor identified as Mr. K. In the interview, Mr. K claimed to have been present during the brutal slaughter of a killer he called the Kandahar Giant. The killing of the giant, he said, took place during the height of Operation Enduring Freedom in 2002, 
when the military was engaged in fierce battles with the Taliban in their de facto capital in Kandahar province during the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan. But this was no human fighter. The Kandahar giant, Mr. K said, was 13 feet tall with fiery red hair, six fingers, and two sets of teeth. It killed one of two the special of two sets of teeth. What does that mean? Uh, don't don't sharks have two sets of teeth? They have multiple rows of teeth. We well, have so two sets. We have an upper and a lower. Well, I was thinking maybe they mean more like shark teeth. Oh, okay. But I don't know. He didn't go into specifics. Uh, it just started. Maybe he does. <laughs> so it apparently killed one of the special forces soldiers with a spear before the rest of the unit brought it down with uh, 30 seconds of sustained gunfire. And after that, they radioed in. The army took away its corpse, and it was hidden. it's been hidden ever since. Hmm. In 2002, a group of soldiers went missing while on patrol in a remote mountain region of Kandahar in the south of Afghanistan. And when they failed to make radio contact for some time, the military sent in a special ops unit to investigate. Did somebody just knock or was that you? No, that was me. <laughs> I'm like, that was oh my, my paper, gosh. That was my paper plate okay. as I'm using my finger to clean up the rest I'm of the scared. pizza. scared. <laughs> it's the Kandahar giant. <laughs> so they went to investigate and uh, the branch of armed forces that they belonged to was never confirmed. Then, high up in the mountains, the unit came across a cave with scattered army equipment around, but no sign of the missing soldiers. And that's when they chanced upon the Kandahar giant. The tale grows with the telling, and with some reports suggesting that the humanoid grew as tall as 15 feet. This red-headed giant with six digits, leather moccasins, and smelling like dead bodies. And that's in quotes. Okay. So maybe that's the guy that was interviewed, Mr. K. Suddenly emerged from the cave and impaled one of the soldiers with a spear. That's when the soldiers opened fire, ultimately felling the giant. Between them, the squad was armed. This is in quotes. Between them, the squad was armed with full auto m4 carbines recon carbines and it says in parentheses uh, semi-automatic and m107 barrette would that be beretta or just barrette i don't know okay anti-material rifles firing um this much firepower concentrated on one target for one second let alone 30 would be extremely destructive after right. the troops killed the giant they loaded it onto a shuttle helicopter which carried it to a transport plane when and then no one ever saw it again the soldiers were forced to sign non-disclosure agreements so the government could keep them all quiet but eventually the soldiers broke their silence because as one of the men later would say the people have a right to know the truth how the government's, government's denial fueled more conspiracy theories. In August of 2016, Snopes did reach out to the Department of Defense about the Kandahar giant incident. The Department of Defense told the outlet in no uncertain terms that they had no record of information about a special forces member killed by a giant in Kandahar. What's more, there are no press releases on the Department of Defense's website involving a special forces troop disappearing in Afghanistan or of any incident involving soldiers felling a giant. Of course, with any good conspiracy therapy theory, this lack of evidence isn't sufficient proof that the myth of the Kandahar giant doesn't exist. In fact, Snopes' debunking of the legend has quite the opposite effect in certain cryptid spaces, which claim the government is trying to hide the truth from the public. Around the same time that Snopes' article came out that discredited the story, there's a supernaturalist by the name of L.A. Marzulli, and he told several right-wing websites that the United States government was covering up this spectacular story and that those in power had a vested interest in keeping the truth of biblical prophecies from being exposed to the general public. Are red-headed yes. giants with six fingers part of the biblical prophecies? The biblical origins behind the myth of the Kandahar giant. The real story of the Kandahar giant uh, in 2016, Marzuli. Uh, says in a now deleted video from August 16th, um, and, and he's the one that um, interviewed Mr. K. Okay. Um, he claimed that he saw the giant carrying the spear murdering a United States soldier named Dan before he and the other special forces took Lieutenant it down. Lieutenant Dan! It's Dan. According to Marzulli, <laughs> the creature was a Nephilim, a group of people mentioned in Genesis and right. Numbers books of the Old Testament who were said to be people of unusually large size and strength that could be found in the Middle East both before and after the flood of Noah's Ark fame. Hmm. Ugh. I don't know enough about my Bible 
about the Nephi. I mean, I knew about the Nephi and stuff like that. I mean, just yeah. in passing. Interesting. Well, well, biblical scholars largely agreed that the Nephilim tales were metaphors and not based on the reality of 13-foot giant living in the desert. Here's what I'm going to say about this, though. Nobody really knows. Right. I, well, people... and also, you know, I, well, I don't know if you know this, but here in the West, Western United States, at least I know, that the Native Americans have stories of the redheaded giants. There's been little I don't know. I specials don't remember and them videos being on that. Giants, so yeah, that's interesting. The redheaded okay. giants. And so it's, it kind of goes along with that. I don't know if it's people spreading the same type of stories in order to make cool stories that somehow relate to the Bible or not. But mm. I do know that there are stories, again, stories upon stories upon stories, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, of people of the Native Americans used to fight a race of redheaded giants. So there you go. I, uh, regular people that know about uh, cryptids and stuff certainly know exactly what I'm talking about and know more about it because I don't, I don't follow cryptids that much except for uh, Bigfoot. I think they exist. Uh, or at least existed. I think that they probably procreated with like average sized humans. And it's like they have um, these really tall cats and then they breed them and make them domesticated and they call those ones Savannah cats, but it's not quite a full on like cheetah or whatever it starts out as. And I think that's what I am because I'm tall, but I'm just I'm gonna a say giant. you're taller than average. I am, uh, yeah. I and redheaded and you have five and a half fingers. Right. <laughs> You got that little nub right there at right. the end of your, <laughs> on the side of your hand where a six finger would have uh -huh. grown. And I do have been... like six rows of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and I carry a spear. <laughs> um, no, so I've just been, you know, I've been whatever it is that a savannah cat is. I've been domestic. I'm a domesticated giant. <laughs> so so to, to put an end to this... It says, but even with the evidence stacked, stacked against it, the myth of Kandahar giant is still said to be an, quote, open secret among soldiers who served in Kandahar. And several veterans who served in the region have said that from that point on, they were instructed to, to point their weapons high by aiming for the head and then a little higher, just in case they come across another giant. And so interesting. here's my question for you. Because things <laughs> keep happening that you never thought you'd experience on this earth. Hold on, I'm aiming for your head. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think that you could buy into this even a little bit? Because I mean, we, we come on, the, we're talking about UFOs that's like out in the open now, other conspiracy theories that you never thought would happen, and now you're like, oh, well, I don't I know. I can't Maybe. completely dismiss it because, like you said, of the UFO thing that's come up recently that we've. Uh, and whistle, whistleblowers, show. which have nothing to do with this necessarily. Well, certainly well, it, nothing. Yeah, it's kind of a whistleblower because well, they were supposed true. to, no one was supposed to talk about it, and this guy comes out and talks about it. Right. Mis Mr. K. Th things that people are are being silenced. And so I read this, and it's slightly tongue-in-cheek when I read this kind of thing, and I, but I think it's interesting. And now I'm just like, maybe. Mm, I am not ready maybe. to dismiss anything anymore. Right. Because so many, so many things that we thought, were conspiracy theories have come true. <laughs> and so, okay, go, going further with this and anything else when we've had whistleblowers lately, like with the UFOs. Right. Do you think that people truly fear for their lives, their their livelihoods, uh, their family, their their loved ones, and that's why they don't say anything for so long? Or do yeah. you think that they just don't want people to make fun of them? Like me talking about well, that I, I think, live in a haunted house. I think both. Okay. I think both because as as you know, we we covered the the UFO stuff a few weeks back, and those guys, those whistleblowers, the one guy was asked if anyone is basically if anyone has been killed because of their knowledge of this stuff. He goes, "Yeah, basically." So, so it's like, ah, you know, it's it can happen. Which is why it's not just in the movies. I don't think you can rule this sort of thing. Well, out. Well, again, I know that Native Americans have the redheaded giants. I've I've seen that story around for a number of years. Uh, that there was, like I said, a tribe race or whatever of redheaded giants that they used to fight. So it's certainly if certainly within the realm of possibilities. We'll put it that way. I couldn't agree more. What do you guys think? You know, 
We always got to remind you, you can go to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. At Snack A Little. And we love it when you give us a call. So you can call on the dedicated listener line. And the number is 909-572-0278. Just going back a little bit. What kind of crappy customer service have you experienced? Oh, my God. Maybe it's been really good. Is it me? Am I getting to be the grumpy old man and just don't have tolerance? Boomer, it's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it that that people just aren't there to help? And even if they were, remember the first, when I canceled my cable, that girl was fantastic. I sung her praises, but she didn't do her job. Damn she it. didn't. She didn't put it through, and now I had to spend all this time and effort. And if I already wasn't losing my hair, I would lose more. And it's still not over. It's it. Yeah, exactly. It's still not over. So you got to stay tuned so that you know what happens in the future show. Watch if the movie I ever... Love and Mercy. You'll thank me later. <laughs> <laughs>